0: Welcome to the Digital Brand Builder Podcast, where we bring you the best growth strategies from the world's experts to help build your business fast. And now, here's your host, Mark Fidelman. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Digital Brand Builder Podcast. Joining me today is Monique Aydimudia, and we're going to talk about word of mouth referrals and reviews and testimonials, all to increase your overall ROI so this should be exciting I haven't done anything like this in a while so it's good to get a refresher course on this It's good to understand how this is working in today's environment especially. So with that uh, Monique, welcome to the show and can you give us you know a little bit of a background about yourself?
1: Hi everybody! Hi Mark. Thanks for having me. Uh, Of course. So my name is Monique Adimudiya. I'm a small business digital marketing consultant at Dragon Digital Marketing. Uh, I started my agency, Dragon Digital Marketing, last year, and um, I help small businesses with inbound digital marketing and building an online presence and building a brand. And it's all about you know taking action, so not just talking the talk, but also walking the walk, um, which is important also as a consultant, I think.
0: Yeah, I I think that's important as well. Can you just give us a little bit of a background by what you mean by delivering results through encouraging word of mouth referrals, reviews, testimonials, and sharing? I think we all know what that is, but you're tying it now to ROI and saying, look, if you do all these things, that it will increase your ROI. So can you just give us a, a basic overview of that?
1: Yes, of course. The so word of mouth is just super, super powerful. Uh, you can grow your business that way. And it used to be a super powerful accelerator, even in traditional marketing before the digital era. And right now where everything is digital and everybody needed to pivot uh, because of the pandemic and everything that's happening, you can still leverage word of mouth online and digitally. And the reason why it's so powerful is because it's based on social proof with, which is one of the principles of persuasion that, um, Dr. Robert Cialdini talks about and people just like to buy from people they know, like, and trust so that no like and trust factor is really, really important and just super powerful. So if a person with the same problem, uh, that you solve as a business, uh, let's think about it from the customer perspective so a customer has a problem you can solve it as a business and other people like them that are like them with the same or very similar problem that already bought your solution that you offer and they're happy with it and they're sharing their opinion and they're sharing how to use it and how it's helped them and everything that's just very convincing, you know, so that's why it's so, so, so powerful. And there's even a study out there that people trust online reviews, as much as a recommendation from a friend or a family member or someone they know. So they really, really trust online reviews and testimonials and ratings. And that's why it's super important to to leverage that and to encourage your customers to always leave your review or a testimonial so you can use it in your marketing
0: that's wonderful and it is extremely powerful there's no exaggeration there my biggest question is always okay how do you do this a and then b how do you do it consistently and effectively so that it doesn't look like you've you know forced somebody at gunpoint to do this and that it sounds authentic
1: right uh so the best way to encourage reviews and testimonials obviously is delivering amazing results and really just uh flashing people with your amazing product or service and just over delivering um on what you've promised so people there's two typical uh reasons why people leave a review uh it's either because their experience was really really bad and they're super mad and angry and they just want to share that with people with the world and just rant or whatever right Or if they're super, super happy, like exceptionally happy and had an amazing experience that was so extraordinary that they needed to share that and they felt the need to share that. And there's only little in between. So it's either amazing or very, very bad. And obviously, you want to aim for the better extreme, which is um, just having an amazing customer experience. And if we're talking digital marketing, that's an amazing uh, user experience. Experience and just like a, a frictionless, super smooth um, flow of your of your buyer's journey, of your customer's journey, how you design everything, your funnel, and all those kinds of things, and then your uh, customers are naturally gonna leave you a lot more reviews. And then obviously, you can also be proactive about it and encourage them to leave you uh, a review by offering an incentive, like a discount, like a freebie, whatever you want to offer them. So that's how you can encourage getting more reviews and testimonials for your business.
0: And then in what form do you get these reviews? Do you ask them for a a quick video, um, maybe a quick note? How, How are you collecting these reviews and in what formats?
1: Yes, I think every format has its pros and cons, and it's good to collect reviews in a bunch of different formats. So the more you can get, the better. You can use uh, videos, you can use uh, just text. Um, If you have a podcast, maybe even audio, you want to pop that in there as social proof in between. So whatever you can get and whatever your client is the most comfortable with. Uh, Most people are not going to be the most comfortable uh, on video, But um, still, you know, go for it, just ask and try to get video reviews as well. It also depends on the product, uh, what kind of uh, product it is, or on the service, what kind of service it is. If it's if it makes sense, and it's good to to show it, then obviously have them show it, you can also uh, have an image review, maybe have like a hashtag specifically for that. And then you can give people a shout out if they post on Instagram under your hashtag using your product and engage with them even more and find like your core fans and your core tribe who buy everything that you put out and always use it and, and post about it. And, you know, they're just fans. They're super happy with you and your brand and what you offer.
0: How do you collect these reviews uh, in a more systemized way? Approach and, and do you have anything novel to share? Like, you know, I know some people that say, okay, after somebody makes a purchase, twenty days later, an email sent out saying, "Hey, we'll give you ten percent off your next uh, purchase if you fill out a review for us." You know, just quickly respond to this email or go to this form that's on our website and answer some questions, and then allow us to use this um, in you know, any media that we put out there and they get a 10% coupon. So something like that would be institutionalized, right? And there's a process that's set up so on and so forth. Do you have anything like that, that you recommend that people do or anything more innovative?
1: Uh, right. So that's how I would approach it too. You can have an automated email sequence um, after the purchase, they get an email and they're encouraged to leave you a review. Uh, you can make it a sequence and uh, really, approach it from different angles like give them an emotional reason, give them a more practical uh, reason um, and then just you know remind them regularly until you get the review. And then also have a plan um, about where you want that review to go right? For example, for uh, local SEO purposes, it's great to have a lot of action going on on your Google my business profile and you want to get most of your positive ratings and reviews on there and you want your customers to engage there and ask you questions there and so on and so forth, like posts if they've been at your location for, um if you go like for a third party review platform, there's a lot of them out there. Some are like super niche just for technical uh, products and electronics, some are for services, some are for uh, just just household appliances, some are more general, like, I don't know, Trustpilot, some more uh, SaaS-based like for for softwares. So uh, pick one that makes sense for you or or several, like it's, it's your strategy, you need to plan it and map it out, right? And then strategically, Focus on on being on there and building all that authority there and collecting it in a place uh, where it makes sense.
0: So, when you've gathered all these things, you put them on the website or email or wherever you you have um, in order to show, show social proof to make sure that as people are going through the buyer's journey, they come to the conclusion that, hey, look at all these other people that have purchased this and they're happy. Um, and so that, and it's proven uh, that does help people push through the the funnel. Do you have any, I'd say, scientific ROI that you can cite, or maybe your own experience that you could cite that says, okay, you might spend ten thousand dollars in setting up this program, but as a result, you know, you get two, three hundred thousand because your conversion rates on the website go up by you know two percent and I'm making those numbers up. Anything like that that you could cite?
1: I don't have exact numbers right now that I could tell you from the top of my head, but yeah, just like you said, like that example, obviously it depends on the strategy, it depends on the industry, it depends on the customers, and B2B is different from B2C and so on, but it's definitely proven that you're going to see an increase in, in RRI if you leverage those principles of persuasion and social proof It's just a very, very strong factor for that, yes.
0: So, you know, wrapping things up here, is there any other thing regarding this approach that you would recommend that people go see in action, like somebody that's doing extremely well or any examples that you have that of companies that are doing this extremely well that people listening can can model this from?
1: Right. So, what's always a bonus is if your product can be used in public and it makes people look cool if they, if they use it in public, if they're carrying it or just, just having it, whatever, showing it off. Um, that's a huge, huge bonus. So if you can find a way that people can use your product out in public and, um, it gives them, you know, prestige or status or just makes them look cool, modern, hip, whatever. Um, that's great. So that will also encourage people even more to, to share their experience and post about it a lot. Um, like a great example for that is, is Starbucks, for example, right? Um, it's it's cooler if your if your um, cup of coffee has that green roommate Starbucks logo on it um, as if it's just a plain cup. And then they also write your name on it. So people like to post it and share it and, you know, Take selfies with it, whatever, and that also gives you brand awareness. And um, yeah, so that that's first of all, it's it's content, it's user-generated content, and it's promoting you. So it's like free marketing for you and your brand. So if you can find a way like that, either through branding, brand building, or um, whatever, so that will give you give you an amazing boost on top of that.
0: So let me just throw an example and, and see how you'd respond to this. So let's say my product is Instagrammable and and I realize people listening, this, not all your products are, but let's just say it it is. I got a pair of uh, new shoes that I come out with a new line and I've got people posting because I've asked them to posting those shoes to their Instagram account with some cool little uh, comment around it. Um, Am I able to simply just take that, Post from Instagram and add it to my website or add it to my emails that are going out uh, or add it to my sales funnel to try to convince other people to buy those shoes? Or do I need to get their permission?
1: Yes, you need to get their permission to use that commercially. So you need to make that really, really clear and um, communicate that properly. Yes.
0: So if I I came out with a campaign that says, hey, you post this to Instagram, sign this waiver, um, then we'll do X for you. Uh, in the future or something like that, that that would be relevant. But do, would you have to tie it directly to the post itself? Or could you say, you know, legally speaking, hey, anything you post about our shoes from this date to that date would be considered um, something that we can use in our advertising? I know you're not a lawyer, but just wondering if that's that's a better approach.
1: Yes, that would be a better approach and that would be the best way to do that. I think, too, you can add that to your terms of use, your terms of service uh, agreement and get an opt-in for that. And then again, mention it on, you know, wherever, uh, wherever people sign up for that by clicking the button in your email or wherever, like, um, yeah, explain it properly. And I think, you know, why not? It's not, you know, you don't have to share personal information um, about the about the people. Um, you know be clear on that if you share just their first name or like their full name or where they're from um and only you know share as much information as um, as it serves you and you know don't go overboard there and then you know why would somebody have something against it if they can share their amazing experience and you know share their joy with others. Um, yeah, people are still gonna gonna want to help you out and leave you that review and that testimonial.
0: Yeah. And most people buying a pair of shoes aren't going to fill out a term to service, but you could send out an email after they buy it from you. And if it's on Amazon, it's a little bit more difficult. There is a process you can go through, much more difficult because they're so restrictive. But if they buy it from your website, then you could send out an email saying, hey, look, you know, click on this, sign off on it. Anything that you post between now and 30 days from when you sign off on it, you're giving us you know, uh, rights to Use it in our advertising. And uh, if you do post it, send back a link to it. uh, And whether we use it or not, you get 10% off your next purchase. I think that would probably be a good approach if you have a product that is suitable for people to share on social media, like you just said, makes them look better, feel better, whatever it is. So that might be an innovative way of doing it. And uh, I, I know there's been some other companies done a great job of this in, in collecting those those reviews. And in the future we'll probably highlight a, a few more of them. But uh, anything else to add, Monique, before we wrap things up?
1: Uh, yeah, it's always beneficial if you own the platform and you own the audience and you you just have more control over how you um, approach things and design your campaigns and market yourself. So if you're an Amazon or any other third party platform selling your products there, it's more restrictive, but you can still find ways to do it and be creative about it. Don't be discouraged and, you know, just ask, ask, if you don't ask the answer is always no.
0: Well said. Okay. We're going to end with our final two questions. The first question, what is the hottest digital marketing technology that you recommend right now?
1: so well, let's start with the tools so active campaign i really like it because you get super advanced marketing automation features and the more you can automate your business the better so ideally you would have a business that you know just runs an autopilot obviously there is no such thing as a 100 automated business you always need to take manual action uh, to some degree in any business, but the more you can automate repetitive tasks that software can handle for you and that you can, you know, employ software for instead of people, um, you know, the better, it's more streamlined, it's cheaper, you increase your profit margins and so on. And Active Campaign is really amazing for that and also for small businesses. And, you know, it's also really affordable. So it's definitely worth checking out Then Hootsuite is just amazing because you can pre-schedule your social media posts and also interact with your audience through Hootsuite. And yeah, it's super streamlined. You have an overview. They also give you reporting and everything like that. So you save a lot of time and you don't have to manually Go there and like post on Facebook, then open Twitter, post on Twitter, then open LinkedIn, post on LinkedIn, but you can do it like all in one through Hootsuite. I think it's a really um, handy tool. Um, And the third thing that I mentioned is Trello. Uh, everybody has their preferences, you know, some people like Basecamp, some people like Asana, some people like Trello, there's other project management software out there. I just like the Kanban system a lot. And Trello is super, super simple. For me and my agency, it's, um, it's enough, it's simple and basic, but it's like all we need. So it's not overwhelming. It's really intuitive, easy to understand. And yeah, I love the columns and the Kanban system with the cards. Um, keeps it all really neatly organized all in one glance on one dashboard so you have a perfect overview of your project. And yeah, the inspirational people. Um, So SEO is kind of like my specialty. So that's why I've mentioned Neil Patel and Brian Dean. They're like the luminaries when it comes to SEO. So if you're interested in that, that, definitely check them out. Then Anne Handley, the queen of, of content marketing, Um, She's wrote an amazing book called Everybody Writes. And this has really changed my whole attitude when when it comes to writing. So everybody can really be a writer and and can learn how to write. It's a skill that you can learn. So there's no such thing as saying, oh, I'm not a writer. It's not for me. And the reason why that's so important is because, you know, writing is is everywhere. If you post on social, you're writing, you're a writer. You have content, you have text on your website, you're a writer, you send out emails, you're a writer, right? Uh, you need copywriting um, for your for your business everywhere. So uh, she just gives amazing tips. That's why I think she's, you know, very influential and an amazing person to just uh, follow in the marketing space. And Seth Godin, yeah, that's almost self-explanatory. He's just, um, the greatest thought leader in the marketing space that I know and always has some wisdom to, to share and unique um, approaches and unique opinions about things. And following him and his content really makes you think differently. And uh, yeah, just helps you t- to get inspired and to be more unique, I guess.
0: Okay, so um, I want people to know how to get a hold of you. I know you've got a lot of resources on your website. You've got articles and guides and your own podcast episodes and a branding course. What is that website?
1: Yes, yeah, so my website is dragon digital marketing.com, and there you can find all of my content. I have a lot of content. Um, I'm all about inbound and, and sharing content, so you can find a lot of helpful resources on there. And yeah, just check it out. And there you can also find me and all my social handles and links to everything for sure.
0: All right, Monique, it was a pleasure. Thanks for being on the show. And uh, let's hope uh, 2021 is better for everybody in the marketing field, shall we?
1: Oh, yes, (laughs) for sure. Yeah, let's hope that.